Hi everyone. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm so nervous. Hi everyone, my name is Jisoo, or I introduced myself as Veronica to the Emmaus students. And I'm currently a student in my second year at the International College of Yonsei University. Um, to share a little bit of my background, I grew up in Togo, which is a small country in West Africa. <laughs> uh, I, I, stay, I, I grew up there for 16 years, and this is my second year in Korea. Um, I'm part of the Emmaus Campus Ministry, which is why I'm here to share a little bit of how God has been working in my life so far. But Pastor Erin kind of summarized everything. <laughs> Like basically what she prayed for. Anyways. Um, so, um, I'll share a little bit of my salvation and go on from there. So, oh, actually 10 years ago, when I was in 6th grade or 5th grade, um, a few friends of mine and I started stealing from a school stationery shop. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, it wasn't cute at that time. <laughs> so um, we stole uh, a lot, actually. Every like as the week progressed, and we continued to like other friends of ours found out, and a girl decided to report this to the headmistress, and she didn't actually know that I was involved. Actually, not many of my friends know I was involved. I think that was God's grace, and oh, I actually told her I would go up with her. And I actually told the headmistress that I was involved. So I got suspended, and I couldn't go to school. And I disappointed my friends, my teachers, my family, and most importantly, myself. And I felt really terrible, devastated, and very sinful. And when I was in the house, I would go to the bathroom to try to escape from everything that was going on. And I would sit on the toilet and reflect on my... Oh, I didn't plan this. Um, <laughs> Grace. Um, yeah, and then I was sit- I grew up in a Christian family, so I started thinking over all these things I learned in church, the Jesus movies that we watched, and it finally hit me that, yes, Jesus came, he died for my sins, and he forgave me. And that's when I actually accepted Christ. But ever since then, um, yeah, Satan used every opportune time and space to plant seeds of doubt and lies. And like, um, I actually didn't feel like I belonged in my school. First of all, because I wasn't African. I was, <laughs> I was, I was the minority. And at home, I usually I would ask my mom questions, like silly questions, like if you had to choose between my older brother and I, like who would you choose? And my brother would just be like, your older brother, and like small things like that. But it really had a big impact on my my self-esteem. And I love my mom, but she used to deny like compliments that other people would give me. And yeah, I. Yeah, I started doubting myself. I had very low self-esteem. I compared myself to others, especially in terms of like academic performance and talents. And to receive love and recognition, I would try to get the best grades. And if I don't get the all A's, I would really be depressed the whole week. And I was very, um, I struggled to speak out loud when people asked me questions like, hi, how old are you? I'll be like, 16. 
her brother will get really annoyed and be like, you're so sochime, what's wrong with you? Yeah, and then in church, there was one time when there was no, um, no one to play the piano for the service, so they told me to be like the panjuja, and I didn't receive like formal training, so I couldn't play any like chansonga during the service, so I would basically sit there in front of the piano just... <laughs> yeah, and that really... I really hated myself when, whenever that every week it would be like almost torture. I couldn't stand the fact that I couldn't play as well as the other people that used to come play piano. And yeah, it, it made me feel inadequate, helpless, and humiliated, basically. So I was someone who was really quiet. I couldn't really talk to new people or adults. I had serious identity crises. Yeah, as I said, with my report cards. And I was, I was really desperate to be someone else. I really wanted to be anyone but just myself because I just felt like I felt, I felt like I was the worst person in the world. And of course, suicide crossed my head, but I feared the consequences of going to hell, so. <laughs> and then after high school, I came to Korea, not knowing that it was actually God who brought me. So yeah, I relate to all the MA students. I really thought it was out of my own reasoning. I, I had to do this, 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 so that's why I'll, I'll be going to Korea. But then I joined um, MAS last year, um, spring semester, and I actually lived a double life. Yeah, I had, I had, I lived in the dorm, so there was no curfew. There was like my parents were not there to tell me when to come back home. I'll go out with my friends, do what everyone else was doing, thinking, trying thinking that my lifestyle would show them that Christians are not bound to rules. I wanted to show them that Christianity wasn't about not drinking or not doing that. But I think, now I think about it, I think I, had, I needed to be accepted, and I was still kind of shy in front of new people. And then my second semester, I joined the small group called Familia. We meet up every week to share and study the word. And that really just blew my mind. I could not believe the fact that every time I spoke, or I, I gesture a lot, so every time I spoke, my familiar members, sisters would imitate me, and they would find me so funny. And I couldn't believe that. Yeah, I couldn't believe that someone would love me for just a sentence I said. Like, it was just not possible in my mind. I could not believe that. And, yeah, Judy was my disciple, and she's still discipling me. And she would say things like, I would tell her sometimes, I, don't, I can't really remember exactly what, but stuff like, um, I don't think this person really likes me or like, why is this person being so nice to me? And she would be like, of course you deserve it. You're a princess of God. Like, of course people should love you. And that didn't really click until I went to the MS retreat. <laughs> it, it, it's known for changing lives because it changed mine. So, um, yeah. MS students, watch out. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, after the re uh, during the retreat, and for the first time in my life, I was able to see the way that God saw me. 
I was able to I was able to finally understand the way God thought about me, and I I under I understood that no matter what I thought of myself or what other thought others thought of me, it didn't matter. God God is not moved by what we think of ourselves, and it didn't matter because I was His daughter, I was His treasured possession, and I was a new creation. My fears, worries, anything about the future, about myself, about what other people would say about me did not matter. And it's just, yeah, it didn't matter to God. And I actually joined New Philly five months ago. And you can't ask me why I joined so late, but <laughs> the, um, joining New Philly family and being under the covering of Pastor Christian and Pastor Erin, it did nothing but just strengthen and establish my identity in Christ. I felt so free to be myself. Everyone was so loving, so genuinely loving that it was almost like, are they for real? Like, why is everyone so nice to me? And I still feel that every semester at Emmaus. And they, um, Pastor Christian and Pastor Aaron did an altar call for people still living in shame and guilt. And so I stood up from my seat, and I was called up front, and they prayed for me. And that was when I was truly set free from my chains of insecurities, because that was still beginning of this year. And yeah, it's really a house of amazing freedom, freedom that is hard to find at other churches. And yeah, I am truly who I am here, because everyone else is truly God's treasured possession, but... Now I really celebrate my difference, and I don't see from the eyes of other people. And although this is all a small part of my testimony, um, I'd just like to summarize all this into one phrase. There is nothing that's greater than God's love. There is truly nothing that is greater than God's love. And that's the title of my testimony, and I'd like to end with one of my favorite verses of the Bible. From the ESV, it's Romans chapter 8, 37 to 39. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through, who, through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor, nor things present or things to come, nor powers, nor height or death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Thank you.